You are listening to Kicking and Screaming by Anung of Courageous Creativity, a podcast for introverts and homebodies to live bigger, more adventurous lives, to push our boundaries, but on our own terms. Warning, this episode does have some swearing. Hey everyone, this is episode four, and I'm thinking about talking about introversion and anxiety, since with the holiday season coming up, they kind of get meshed together a lot, and yes, a lot of, of us introverts do have a lot of anxiety, and part of it gets pushed farther because of all these gatherings we have to do, all these gifts, all this performance stuff, and so I thought I'd get around and kind of help everyone out with our anxiety throughout the rest of the, pretty much rest of the year. And so kind of the difference is introverts can love hanging out in small groups or parties. We have no problem with it. Social anxiety is the fear of being judged. The difference is not loving huge parties or group work is a preference for introversions, not fear, and can be comfortable being seen by others. Introversion is born anxiety is made the with the fear of never measuring up um, of being revealed and think something is wrong with them physical or characteristic flaws like strange things like your social anxiety can be moved by your talking and also your hands you realize how much you move your hands and you think it's so annoying and then you don't want to talk anymore because you hate how they do it and you think you're annoying to someone else and it kind of has a sense of like perfectionism in there. Because everything's usually pretty black and white. It's either you succeed or fail. There's pretty easy for you to be strange or be awkward. And of course, in an, in, it is an anxiety thing that is a failure because it's somehow you're not like wowing the crowd and just the center of attention, then you have failed at being like a great human being. And kind of the thing with like being introverts, everything we're kind of, we do things our way. Nothing wrong with that. Social anxiety gets in your way. Kind of like leaving a party early because it's boring is an introvert's thing. Well, with social anxiety, you were tired or you're convinced you're boring and that's why you leave a party. And the thing is, this happens to extroverts too. You may want to go to a concert with a group, but worry that no one wants you there or that you're being so annoying, so you start inviting people, and then you're kind of like, oh my god, did I push them into doing this? And do they really want to, or just being nice? Like, everyone's kind of worried about, oh my god, they're just being nice, they hate hanging out with me, but they're pitying me. Which kind of sucks, because you're uncomfortable when you're alone, and uncomfortable when you're with people. Though introverts and anxiety kind of have the same, same, uh, not quite fears, but like, quirks and like problems like we all hate like we're in school and everything else and it's like oh tell me a little about yourself or like everyone say their name and an interesting fact about themselves and you're all kind of sitting there like the fuck do I say what is my name do I have do I need to do anything interesting oh my god like I sit there and I'm kind of like I have a dog I can convert oxygen like what the fuck do I say <laughs> and, th- and that sense of there are days I'm not even sure which one's worked with my anxiety. For Luckily for me, it's not crippling. I've been the new kid 
so many times that I kind of got over the crippling part of my anxiety. I mean, honestly, I've, I've moved probably 20 times in my life, so I'm very used to going up to talking to people. Like, I'm really good at getting, like, started with things. It's the point of, like, trying to become friends or doing things with people after that is just horrible for me. Because I just, I don't quite know if someone likes me or they're just humoring me or I'm just strangely entertaining and they're like watching me like I'm in the zoo or something. That's a strange anxiety thing that I have. Because like for me, like I always feel like the odd one out in your group of friends. Even if you know they like you, they call you themselves, they want to talk to you and everything else. And, like, you get invited, but you feel like it's out of pity sometimes. Or not getting invited and people and thinking people don't like you. And always feel like you're weird and annoying when you're talking. Even though they know that you're not, that you're busy. Like, I used to have a horrible work schedule where I had to get up at 3 a.m. And I'd be done at work at, like, 10.30 or so. And I'd be in bed by 4 because that's the only way I could, like, survive this horrible job that I had for a year. Well, isn't that horrible? It was just, I couldn't hang out with anybody. So, of course, no one invited me when they had, like, we're going to go see a movie at, like, 9 p.m. There's no way in hell I was going to go. But, of course, my anxiety is kind of like, I am a horrible person. I don't have any friends because no one invites me to things. But they're being courteous. And it's just that strange self-talk in your head that makes it sound worse than it is, even though they're trying to be nice. Or, like, sometimes when you're, like, you're excited to hang out. Well, you're, you're dreading each second it gets closer to when you have to leave. Because you know you're going to have fun. Like if I went to a friend's birthday party, we're going to play like tactical laser tag, which is fucking awesome. Honestly, if you like all those really good video games and you want to do it in real life, find one of those. Like you know you're, you're going to have fun, but like you just dread it. Like the idea of like, oh my god. What if something happens and I get there or I'm late? I forgot the gift. Was I supposed to bring a gift? What kind of birthday party is this? Is this the birthday? Am I the right day? Oh my God. And you hate, like, you hate being late. Like, I hate being, like, the last person there. Like, part of me, too, is, like, part of my anxiety of me getting there early is that I want to make sure I can get, usually the first couple people there talk to each other while waiting for everybody else. And I don't know how to insert myself into the group, like, hey, everyone, like, yay, we're ready to go, kind of thing. When everyone else is already talking, I just kind of stand off to the side like, I don't know how to converse. (laughs) Do I speak English? Holy shit. And I had someone show me this poem. Well, not like a phenomenal poem, but it kind of makes sense with this. It's kind of like, sticks and stones may break my bones. Words will always hurt me. Compliments make me uncomfortable. I have anxiety. (laughs) And that makes so much sense for me. Like, it... She knew that she, I would understand that because she has a lot more crippling anxiety than I do. Where she has a lot more coping mechanisms. Where I just, once I'm away from people, I'm perfectly fine. It doesn't bother me after that. It's just when the moment I go, I'm like ready to go or getting ready to go and I'm out there, it's kind of like, oh my God, do they really want me there? Do I really want to go? Do I even know what I'm doing? Even though we're all doing things, something like brand new. I'll be like, oh my god, I am the stupidest person in the world. What the hell am I doing out in the, in the universe kind of thing. But honestly, 
it's a problem for most people, but it's not like, like I'm lucky I don't have depression. I will talk about that in a different, different episode because I do have a lot of loved ones who do. And I would love to help people because I've had some experience with it. But it does interfere with my life sometimes. Especially when I want to have deeper connections with people. I want to be able to talk to people, make new friends. Not too many. I don't, I don't want that many people. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have the capacity to like a lot of people. Like really, really like a lot of people. My family's too damn big. And I barely have enough energy for the three, four times a year that I really see all of them and talk to them to have enough for a lot of other groups of people. I tried it in high school. I did. I was a bitch a lot of times. <laughs> but honestly, there's there's way to cope. And as like a person who doesn't have anxiety, like there's some things you can do too to help them. And also, like don't. Like, know the difference between the two so you don't try to push people out of things or be really rude when they don't have a problem. Like, with an introvert, yeah, you can kind of let them, like, hey, you haven't been outside and talked to me in, like, four weeks. Can you please come out and, like, let's go walk around the mall and make fun of the kiosk people because I feel bad for them. But, like, more like they make fun of kind of, like, oh, man, that was a really good, like, line to get to them and... That customer kind of just brushed you off. I'm strange like that. But that's a different way to help an introvert. It's kind of remind them sometimes, like, hey, you need to be a human again. (laughs) And not an animal. Like, I act like my dog. Like, with people with anxiety, you need sometimes just to be quiet around them. You need to actually, like, look them in the eye when they're talking to you so they know that you're listening to them. Because... It's so easy because so many people like to interrupt each other. Everyone's so excited and things. And then they start talking less because they keep getting interrupted. And then they think that no one wants to listen to them. Even though someone throws something in and they were expecting you to keep going. Like you need to like look them in the eye and like, okay, yeah, what else happened? Or, aha, that was funny. I can't believe your aunt Jemima did something. Oh my God, I want pancakes so bad. (laughs) But it's like. With another thing with anxiety people is like stop telling them to stop saying sorry. That is a anxiety trigger because they're always worried about being being annoying or not being good enough, smart enough, whatever. Whatever their anxiety kind of pushes on them that like they're that you don't really want them there. Another thing to do is just let them know they have nothing to be sorry about. That's kind of how you can like turn the script around. Yes, it can be annoying. I had a friend who said it all the time. But it never helped everyone telling you, like, to stop saying sorry. Stop, that's annoying. Like, no. It's like, it's like, girl, you don't need to say sorry. I'm not upset. You're fine. Like, there's, there's ways to help them through it without being so bitchy about it. <laughs> but as a person who has anxiety, there are certain skills you can learn. Like there's calming skills and distraction skills you can learn and use to make life a little easier. Like certain calming skills that I usually tell friends or I use myself is sometimes you need to temporarily leave a situation. Like there's no reason, like pretending you have a phone call and like walking into the bathroom or going outside and just standing there for like a few minutes is 
sometimes just what you need. Like having that calm and needing that quiet. Exercising, though, of course, when you're out somewhere, you don't really like want to start like doing 20 squats where you are. Just keep up with exercising. Keep up with your getting yourself endorphins. Endorphins or endorphins? Whatever the word is. <laughs> Journaling is, of course, is one of my favorite things to do in the world. I do it almost every day. Kind of helps you kind of get everything out, kind of gets you out of your head by still thinking a lot. I mean, taking a bath and a shower, singing a song in your head, so kind of like finding a song that like calming or kind of gets you energized and it gets you out of like your loop going. Honestly, sleep. Enough people with anxiety kind of just sit there because they're going through like, I just said something so stupid and go through like a hundred different things you could have said instead. Or going through your head of all these people making fun of you or laughing at you or like, oh my God, she's so weird. I can't believe she said that thing. So trying to get, trying to get yourself to go to sleep, which of course being, sometimes being exhausted by exercising or journaling can help you get to sleep. Um, finding support, talking to a friend that also has anxiety or just kind of letting people know it's like, I need you to just tell me that I'm being like, weird and spiraling out of control I mean sometimes I'll carry a small object I like carrying semi-precious stones like an amethyst or a quartz and depending on my mood I either like the smooth ones for because smooth can be very calming or I'm if I'm like a little agitated I need ones with edges not like jagged but like edges with planes so I can so I can specifically like push and rub on a certain area and then switch it every once in a while. Like it's just, it's a strange calming thing for me. I mean, sometimes you can just put like a coin in your pocket. You can find like an acorn. Like there's kind of look around and see what works for you. Another one is take, of course, take deep breaths. It can be very calming when you're so agitated or so annoyed with people. It kind of helps you get out of the the physical aspects of anxiety of shortness of breath and just that that weird feeling of just like getting closed in and like tight and one of these strange things that I learned I'm not sure if it's an acupressure thing or not but you take the three middle fingers on both your hands put it middle of your chest right by the xiphoid process learn your CPR if you don't know where that is anatomy people just pretty much the very bottom of your rib cage and you press on it with a with a dizziest amount of pressure and then take at least three deep breaths i don't know if it's like your brain freaking out because it's physically making it so your lungs can't expand as much as it wants and it pushes the anxiety out of the way and and then it like opens up your lungs i don't know if it's kind of like a reaction to like oh i have any Breathing problems from anxiety, but now that it feels like I basically can't fucking breathe. Let's open this shit up. I don't know where the hell I learned that from. I've known it for years, but I've been I've been doing that for myself, and I've actually taught a couple of friends who are having anxiety attacks how to do that. Because sometimes just a deep breath is not enough, especially when you have, an, you have it's too it's too noisy. Like the noise kind of doesn't help with it all, and sometimes that kind of like just overrides enough of what is going on around you. Of course, we're all very good at finding distraction skills on managing this. Like, do we play games? 
We play on our phones. Sometimes I'll clean, work on any hobby I have, or find a new one. There's cooking, gardening, reading, writing, crosswords, Sudoku, planning, play with an animal, volunteering. I mean, there are anything, really, that you can do. Yes, most people now use their phones. A lot of times when we're out and about and trying to like, oh my god, I hate I hate networking events as much as I love them. Mostly because I'm lucky now I know enough people that I don't I don't feel so alone. But you see enough people just ha- on their phones all the time. And I always wonder how many people are doing it because they're bored or if they have a little anxiety going. Yeah, some of these places are quite boring. I mean, if you see people walking down the street getting places. I'm like, honestly, I'm not even sure if it's all addiction, like these quote-unquote experts or news people keep saying. Okay, so just kind of like a overcap, like, introverts are born this way. Anxiety is something that's made, either by society, your own friends and family, just Honestly, you could have just you could do it yourself. I don't know all the research for it. I'll leave several links on my blog post to kind of give you guys some more information on things. There's also a if you sign up for my email, which I'll give you updates on introverting things, stuff I'm doing in my life, but also updates on the podcast, and you'll get a downloadable with all these skills. And all these coping mechanisms kind of like on a, all in one sheet. So you, I mean, honestly, print it out if you want. Circle the ones you want to try. Write down some other ones on there. But honestly, just every little thing can help. It's not a huge problem. If you really feel like you cannot live with this very well, then you need to get professional help. Sometimes it needs to be talk therapy. Sometimes it might need to be a, a medication. But see a doctor, see a psychiatrist, anything. Please take care of yourself. You deserve a better life than one that's crippling and isolated. Thanks for listening. For extra notes and links, head over to CourageousCreativity.co slash blog slash podcast four. Let me know your thoughts in the comments.